1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. What's up, War Report family? We are back with another great edition of the Auburn Express, powered by the War War. It's your boy, Mike G. I'm here with my guy, Paul Meharry of Sports.com to talk a little Tigers be Bulldogs. Mm. Paul, let's jump right in here, man. Let's go. The devil has been banished. He's gone. Saban's He's gone. gone. Yeah. He's gone. And there's going to be a lot of change. So, along with Saban leaving, Texas and Oklahoma have joined the conference. The conference has expanded to 16 teams. And there's going to be a 12 team playoff. Yeah. I was just,
1: I was, I'm glad you added the 12 team playoff because I was. To add that on to the end of that it seems like uh the college football that that we grew up loving mike is is changing and yeah. some would say for the for the worse i think it's for the better uh obviously nick saban leaving is is a huge uh you know change for for georgia and auburn both of them in recruiting and in multiple aspects which we'll touch on and then you, you have oklahoma and, and Texas joining up, Georgia has to go to Texas, yeah. uh, which just so happens, I didn't know if you know this, Mike, uh, is the same weekend as they're having the F1 race in oh, Austin, really? Texas. Hmm. Yeah, so the hotels are uh, already booked out. You, you can't get a hotel. Um, yeah. You can't go see this game. I, I would think the SEC would would have maybe looked at that and, and put that a different weekend. They decided not to. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to go to Austin, Texas for that first time, Georgia's going to play Texas uh, you're, you're not gonna be able to uh, wow. so watch that one on the TV Mike uh, with the rest of us <laughs> there's you know, a rest lot of, of us, rest there, of us
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of pandering to Oklahoma and Texas joining the conference there ASC is. media days this year is going to be in Dallas oh of course yeah you know why not um, yeah so because why not make yeah. it closer to them and hell for the rest of us to get there right and um the schedules have changed so this changes schedules quite a bit which is where i want to start now georgia had what a lot believed was one of the weakest schedules in all of college football last year um still one of the best teams but one of the weakest schedules
1: you, you you said that before the show, but what's funny is everybody said that at the beginning of the season. As the season progressed, that schedule you know legitimized itself. You had multiple top twenty five teams on there. So a couple top tens. It's crazy how that happens, right?
0: Uh, yeah. It, look, I I personally don't believe that anybody has a cakewalk in the SEC because you end True. up having to go through Bama to to win it. Um, obviously, you know that because. Georgia couldn't get through when it kept them out of the playoff. Uh, But this year you play Alabama in the regular season.
1: Yeah. So So, let's start here. So that was a game I had. Georgia's got a tough schedule this year. They opened with Clemson, right? Which is Clemson had a down year last year, but you never can count them out. You know, I, I thought for a second, Dabo, Dabo Sweeney all but just almost had the Alabama job for what yeah. five years in, ma- in the making. It felt like if any other year besides this year, Nick Saban decides to retire, Dabo Sweeney would have been the next Alabama head coach. He just wet the bed. Tremendously this past season, and yeah. he's, not, he's not the coach now. He's still stuck at Clemson with the water slide and the cool slide they have, and everything like that. So yeah. props to him.
0: He's uh, a nil, motherfucker, isn't he? Nil. What is
1: it? It, it? The only nil he serves <laughs> is the the name, image, and likeness of Jordan G- Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, But no, so they, they open with that. So it's a tougher schedule, obviously. And it's a tougher schedule across the entire sec. Let's make no bones about it. Yes. You know, Auburn loses LSU. Georgia has some fall off, but but they're filled back with some pretty tough teams. Speaking about that Alabama game though, man, how the tide has turned pun intended there. uh, (laughs) Okay. If if you caught that Mike Um, with Kalen DeBoer coming in, it's just, it's such a, you don't know what you're going to get mm. at all. You, you saw Debore be able to coach at Washington. And the, 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 I guess the only scary thing is, and I want to ask you this too, is it scary because what he was able to do at Washington without his own players, all those players, except for, I think one who started for him in the playoffs were recruited by other coaches, other head coaches. One guy was his own guy. The rest of those guys were not his. He can come into Alabama and do very similar things with a much more talented roster. He's obviously a good ex's nose coach. Jimmy's and Joe's.
0: Yeah, man. Okay, All right. I'm pushed back here a little. Now, I am a world renowned pack hater. I don't believe they play much, if any, defense over there. Really? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. You still on that train? Yeah, dude. look, Look, Cal put, what, 30 something points on Washington? They sure. mustered ten points versus Auburn in their own stadium, but that was early
1: on in the year, was it not? I uh, look, come okay. on, come on, don't do right, don't right. do that, don't do what,
0: that, don't just do think that, that. was average. Right, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like, yeah. look, look, Cal sucks; they're awful. Nobody yeah. plays defense. That conference p- produces more 3,000-yard passers than any other conference consistently.
1: Well, here's the thing, Mike. That conference is no longer a thing anymore.
0: It Well, that's part of why it's no longer a thing, man. they <laughs> do play football over there, Paul. It's crazy that we're having a conversation about the successes in the pack. <laughs> I mean, they fail at the top levels of college football since the uh, introduction of the playoffs more than any other major conference. I, true, I. True. I Look, man, I, I'm sure Deboer is a good X's and O's coach, but here here's the thing. Now you're in a conference with all the uh, a lot of the other highest paid coaches in college football. Most all of them, yeah. Except yeah, for the it's, big team guys, yeah. It's a different beast, man, when you're game planning against these guys every week. You don't you'll don't get weeks off in the SEC, man. I don't care which I don't care. Even if you are in the East, you don't get weeks off. Stuff. <laughs> so, so, it's harder over here, man, and and I am a little bit of an elitist when it comes to this conversation, but I do believe that. Funny
1: thing is, there's there's no more conferences too, Mike. So you can't be you can't hop on no, web no, more, divisions. Yeah, yeah, no, no more, more divisions. Yeah, no more divisions.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that makes it even more difficult. I I just think he's going to face a much larger challenge, and the allure of Saban being gone um, is. It's going. It's reality is going to set in really quickly there at Alabama. For I think for a lot of Alabama fans and and you know following. I don't know. I don't know that I'd want to be the guy that follows up God, the greatest no. of all time. Right? No. Like you know their fans are already ridiculous. Even Saban complained that, that you know he set the bar so high he had You know he said yeah, you guys think we should another five star every time a guy gets hurt. <laughs> but but <laughs> right? they did. They did for a long <laughs> they, time there. Yeah, for a long time. They did. Yeah. The the guy who's sitting them is telling you. Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) So do I believe that DeBoer is going to be able to do anything close to what Saban did? You know, TBD, but it's been the university of Nick Saban there for a really, really long time. And their fans are waking up to the reality that without Nick Saban, that the name Alabama wasn't even enough to stop a lot of the high profile guys from bolting to the portal. Yeah. I mean,
1: Caleb Downs, that was a crazy yeah. situation. Uh, Isaiah Bond, their top wide receiver. I mean, you, you could go down the list. The the thing now, I think more than anything, when you talk about Alabama and I, I wouldn't say losing its dominance because we don't yeah. know, yet, right. It would be, it would be stupid for either one of us to sit here and say, man, they're just going down the toilet now because yeah. you know, it, Kalen DeBoer could come in and, and coach these guys up and who knows what happens. Right. Yeah. But I think what has changed now is you have teams like the Missouri's like the Kentucky's like the, I would say Florida right now, where they're at, they think that they can beat Alabama. Now there was never, there was never a think pattern for a guy on Kentucky to be like, man, I can go into Tuscaloosa and win this game. It just didn't happen. You knew you were going down there and you were going to get stomped. And you had to fly back to Lexington this year. It's like hold up now. This is our like we got a shot now. You know yeah, like this we've got a chance. And every team now for the most part, right? There's going to be a couple that that don't still. But for the most part in the FCC, every team thinks they can beat Alabama now. That's the big change.
0: Okay, okay. Opinion. So let me ask you this question straight up. Is anyone scared of a Kalen DeBoer led Alabama?
1: I think so. I think there's still some folks that are scared of that. Okay. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. They still have Milrow, and, and I think he's a special athlete. Uh, they lost a lot of players. Uh, what, you laughing because I said athlete, not quarterback? Uh,
0: no, no I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing because you know he likes to uh, let a naysayer know.
1: Man, that uh, that <laughs> Mike, can we can we be real with one another for a second? That's not what that shirt meant, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. That's not, that's not what that shirt meant. No, uh, uh, nobody thought. Nobody thought that.
1: But but I guess they had to because he was wearing it so much. They had somebody in PR was like, "Yo, we have to come up with a different word." How can we spin this? How can we spin this to where Reese Davis can talk about this on college game day? And they were like naysayers.
0: (laughs) Pat McAfee just blew the whole thing. (laughs) Completely blew the whole PR strategy. up.
1: Right. That's that's one of the better clips they've had. uh, Okay.
0: Okay. So, so look, yes, Milrow is a great player. Um, But like Mm -hmm. I said, you're, this is a team that, you know, struggled with South Florida, you know, lost to Texas. Uh, uh, almost lost to uh, you know a six and seven, you know Auburn team.
1: I, w- I would just like to say, had Auburn won that game, Woo. Georgia and Auburn fans can probably, I don't know, yeah, they can, they'll probably rejoice in this. Yeah, had Auburn won that game, Georgia is a three-peat national title. Yeah, so like I- you have the solace in losing that game, but then you mm. also have the victory knowing that you kept out one of your biggest rivals from three peating and being, there's only one team that's done it before. Mike, it was like Minnesota golden gophers back in the forties, but like they played with like leather helmets and shit. So it's, it's a totally different (laughs) game, you know, like, and and they would have been the first team to three I
0: take, I take a lot of heat, Paul. I take a lot of heat, Paul, for, for saying that a Georgia three peat would have been much more bearable for Auburn fans than Alabama simply just making the playoff. Really? Yeah. I I I I have found Georgia. There's that fans, much
1: hate for Bama compared to Georgia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I am telling you, man, like like there were a lot of people in the Auburn fan base that just thought that I was crazy for saying I I'd rather see Georgia three P. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're
1: you're you're insane.
0: Yeah, Then, than, than to see Alabama even make the playoff, right? Like it, it, was, it was nuts. And, and, and so that we're clear before we get back to the schedule talk. Had it had Georgia made that playoff, they 100 percent three. People. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean,
1: and like I said, if if that game changes and Milrose doesn't throw that crazy pass uh, against Auburn, right, and they they lose that game. I think Georgia, even even if Georgia loses, that's where this thing gets really crazy. Yeah, we, we had we had a lot of controversy with the playoff. If Alabama had lost to Auburn, and then the same thing happened, they beat Georgia. Maybe Florida State's in, and then it then it turns into this crazy, you know, hypothetical no SEC team for the first time in God knows how long. So, you know, there's a bunch of hypotheticals. The big thing is though with this schedule, like like you said. Being the way that it is, it's so much more fun to me because now yeah. we don't have to worry about which which one SEC team can get in. Right? Let me ask you this, Mike. Because <laughs> okay. you normally host shows and I host shows too, so I'm gonna throw it back to you. All right. I feel like, I like you never I, never. I feel like you're always the one throwing the assist, and you're not being able to, you know, dunk it like LeBron. You're always doing way throwing it. Up.
0: I, I like this. I like. this.
1: How many SEC teams make the first inaugural? 12 team college football playoff four minimum. So, okay. Four so minutes. I got an over under for you at five and a half. What are you taking? Under four and a half. Let me do it. four and a half. That makes it because you
0: said four, four hey. and a half. You got to go over under right there. I'll definitely go, I'm definitely good. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. Look, so you think the, four? SC, the SEC champion makes it sure. Right. Uh, The runner up makes it 100%. Sure. Sure. Um, there's going to be one other team. That's going to be very Missouri-ish Ooh, this year from might, 2023. A, a lot of people are, a lot of people are hyping
1: Missouri up to be the Missouri. Yeah, of right.
0: Missouri. Yeah. That, that team makes it. And then you've got an old miss type team sitting out there. that only had two to, and it's going to be really difficult to argue that that team doesn't deserve to be in the playoff. Especially, like a two lock team that dropped 45, a game type thing. <laughs> Correct. You know, uh, yeah. Ole Miss makes a 12 team playoff last year, but I think yeah. Missouri makes it. So if, if there were a 12 team playoff this year, you you there's no same person is telling me Alabama, Georgia, Missouri, and Ole Miss don't make that playoff.
1: And 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 here's the crazy part. I think Missouri was the second best team. I know we're getting off the rails here. Missouri, yeah. Missouri was tough as nails. They
0: played Georgia tough that was a tough game in then, Athens.
1: Yeah, th- that team watching that game and then rewatching that game, that, that was the toughest team Georgia faced all season. Mm, tougher, yeah. than Al- tougher than Alabama.
0: They were. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, uh, going back to Georgia's schedule here, t- who's Georgia's toughest opponent in 2024? <sighs> who's the toughest? Probably Not- at, te- at Texas. At Texas? Okay. Yeah.
1: And asked me this, you know, three months ago before Saban retired, I'd say at Alabama. But it's it's definitely at Texas. And look, I don't know if I'm buying the Texas hype, okay. I don't like I think it might have been a little little water and you know, what is it? I don't know i I'm terrible with sayings. What is it like a, a sprinkle in the, what is it called, Mike? Come on. Help me yeah, out. Yeah, I am lost here. You yeah, I am here. too. Like a, a dash in the pan. Is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah. Flash in the pants. Fla- thank you. Thank you. Flash, the pants. flash okay. in the pan. Thank you. That was tough. That was, Ooh. that was rough. <laughs> um, a flash in the pan. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I was. I was, I was like thinking Tinkerbell. I don't know what the hell is going on, Mike. Um, a flash in the pan last year. I don't see it this year. I don't. Okay. Them coming to SEC. They've got a tough schedule too. It's a lot tougher than they saw last year, um, but I, I think that's probably the toughest game uh, for for Georgia.
0: Yeah, for Auburn, I think that it's Georgia. Got to be, yeah, yeah. it's got to be Georgia, right? Um, you know, I did a monologue on this one about who you know Auburn's twenty twenty four schedule, and Georgia still looms large as that monster that has the continuity of coaching and talent. So. Yeah, you, know, you could have made an argument for Alabama before Saban leaves. But I, again, the exodus of talent that we saw when Saban decided to retire, they tried to handcuff those players by announcing his retirement after the portal closed. Right. And, and then,
1: they, then they realized, oh, shit, there's a 30 day window.
0: Correct. Yeah. I think what <laughs> yeah. they were banking on, Paul, was that even though there's a 30 day window, if you do it after the first portal period closes, it's still harder to get enrolled for classes oh, that one, semester.
1: One million percent.
0: I So they have to ride I mean, out the spring at Alabama, and it gives that coach a whole other semester to re-recruit that roster. Right. Right. It's it. It makes
1: it extremely difficult uh, for for that. And you know, if that was the last parting gift from Nick Saban was to keep, you know, eighty percent of his roster intact for this new coach. It's it's business, right? And yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's the business. I'm looking at Auburn's schedule though, after yeah. Georgia. That at Georgia, at Missouri, at Kentucky. They're that's crazy. A tough, that's a tough run. Yeah. That's a tough run.
0: And I think that what they say, seven and a half for Auburn. And when, Oklahoma at home on the front end of that run. So Oklahoma, right. Georgia, Missouri, Kentucky is one of the toughest stretches in college yeah. football, is it not?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you, you have that off week before Missouri, so you get a little you get a little love there. Yeah, um, but you got yeah, two
0: two bye weeks,
1: yeah. Which uh, what what's your thoughts on that?
0: Well, no, two bye weeks is going to be weird, man. Like I, because it's weird. Like it's always sucks when the team that you cheer for has a bye, and there are no big games that weekend. So we'll see how the other big matchups flesh out on those bye weeks. But a second bye week. It could be a gift and a curse, I think. I think sometimes when you've got it rolling, you don't want to take a week off. Right, right, right. Um, and sometimes maybe you're hurt and you need a week to heal up and it might help. It's just, it, it just kind of depends. It's going to be very situational, but... Well, for, you know,
1: for Georgia, it's it's always been, the bye week has been before Florida, right? And it's yeah. still there, but you have another one now. And Kirby Smart is so, I wouldn't say like a micromanager, mm-hmm. but he's just got this thing down to such a science that I really think that extra bye week is going to throw a little wrench into it. Right. Because you've known every year. All right. You know, if you, if you've got to get healthy, it's the week before Florida.
0: Right. Well, for our our listeners, um, that first bye week that you're talking about for Georgia is September the 21st. So it's, it's, it's between Kentucky and Alabama in in September.
1: So the sec helped them out a little bit there before I go to Alabama. And then of course the second one is after they get back from Texas, which is going to be a damn dog fight. Yeah, you get a week off before Florida, which is the normal bye week that they have.
0: October nineteenth, between October nineteenth and November second, right? Like you've got that on the twenty sixth, kind of uh, again sandwiched in there at the end of October. Uh, that helps you certainly. So there's
1: uh, there's a big there's a big thing folks aren't talking about with this two bike two bye week though, is that if you have your wedding on an sec game (laughs) now like you should be shunned you have two weeks instead of just one you have two
0: fall weddings yeah okay you can do two fall weddings
1: now and not mess with georgia football or auburn football or any type of sec football yeah but if you come to me and say hey my wedding's october 19th look you, you had two chances at this I can't. I'm not missing Georgia, Texas. It's not yes. doing it.
0: Yeah, I can't you know? wait to see all the charlatans that don't plan their weddings on a bye week for their team. And you got two now, Mike. on social media. Yeah, you have two I mean, weekends to choose from. It bro.
1: used to be you have one because I I just got married. I don't know. Well, damn, it's been five years now. But we we decided to do a, a spring wedding because of football season because mm. the the bye week was so expensive to have a wedding on. You got two chances, Mike. You, you messed this up. I'm not, I'm not coming. Just
0: not. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to tweet this after we're done recording. Oh, yeah, just, just, just a piece, PSA for, for everybody involved. Uh, looking yeah. at Auburn's schedule here, Paul, um, look, they start the year uh, with a couple of cupcakes. Um, you know, they, they get in the SEC play September 21st against Arkansas. Then they have that stretch that we talked about, um, Oklahoma to Kentucky uh tough stretch yeah it's, it's i mean it's a tough stretch uh but that first bye week is actually after georgia so you play georgia and you get a, you get to think about it you get to think yeah. about what you did or didn't do right, right, right. yeah All let right.
1: that one linger for a little bit yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: let's let take in <laughs> yeah. um the next bye week comes uh after vanderbilt on november 2nd and between ulm so i don't I don't yeah, know why you need that, like
1: that one hurt that one that one does you no good.
0: Oh, great! So mm-hmm. it, this is what I'm talking about. It's yeah. not a you got it rolling. I don't know that you really want to take a week off after you play, especially like let's say,
1: let's say Auburn. Okay, let's let's say out of Oklahoma, Georgia, Missouri, they go one and two. Okay, okay. Let's, but but then you beat Kentucky at Kentucky, then you beat Vandy. You're on a little bit of a roll there. Yeah. Then you got a bye week bef- before UL Monroe.
0: Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know about that. And and, and look, Auburn lost to New Mexico State last. Year. Yeah. Now so, you're playing
1: their uh, their cousin, New Mexico.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I just, I, man, I don't know. I was a little disappointed in Hugh Freeze's first season on the Plains. I know a lot of people were just like, it's really? number one, really yeah but i just don't think i I text your boy ike i said look
1: the five-star wide receivers and i said this uh Mm. i said this drunkenly at a event that we had a couple weekends ago
0: as we all do at some point i said
1: i said not this year but i think next year Auburn's going to give georgia a run for its money and in auburn with you freeze i really do
0: oh interesting yeah, okay. I, I
1: I think that they can. Um, Hugh Freeze knows how to coach against Kirby. He does, and he's brought he's brought in some playmakers. It's not going to be this year, but I think I think next, And you see, you're going to tweet this shit out, and I, I'm not going to appreciate that. But <laughs> I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, man to man, right? Okay, all not right. Not this year, but next year. I think I think Auburn. I think Auburn could potentially uh, do
0: something. Let me drop some game on you. I, that the feeling in the building is is that they're not going to have the personnel to do what they need to do by year three anyway so um by hugh freeze's design you you he hopes you're right certainly because that's what he's banking on
1: here's the problem if if you're already thinking you're not going to have enough in year three then you don't have enough
0: well yeah i look man like you're going to get fired mike well his contract is set up that way paul there's no buyout after year three
1: like there's only three or four coaches in the sec that have coached longer than four years right now yeah man it's tough look like, within, if, within, if you but but you, did you hear what you said you said they don't think they have the horses to run in year three
0: no 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 let me let me say that over because i think i think I'm, maybe uh you misheard me like there's he's thinking that they won't have the horses to run it until year three okay okay so okay, okay. so year two is yeah. another like oh, again, for sure, for get sure. by no. year You've and again. You got to find a quarterback first and foremost. The Paint Thorn experiment was a disaster. Uh, who could have told you that, brother? Yeah, right. Um, in year two, you didn't pick up a quarterback in the portal. Um, and Thorn has been a thorn in your side because of how he performed in the bowl game. He got outplayed by the third string quarterback. Really, who was the fourth string quarterback before Ashford decided that he was going to transfer to South Carolina? Right. So, you know, at the at the end of the day, what you're looking at is you have maybe the prospect of starting either a true freshman or uh, a guy who has not started one game at the college level. And Hank Brown next year, Payne Thorne doesn't step up and take the 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 the, the bull by the horns. Thorne's going to be your guy. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be weird. I, I I think that Hugh Freeze is in a precarious situation because. Something, even though year one, the record is about what I I kind of thought it could be. Uh, the way you got there left a lot to be desired. <laughs> you know, sure. your bottom of the league in passing. You know, uh, pass attempts. You, you know, uh, receiver targets. You're bottom what happened, league. Whatever happened to like, Grayson McCall? That was supposed to be the savior of Auburn. <laughs> uh, look, man, at the, <laughs> the proof of concept matters. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you are, if you want to throw the ball and you're a gunslinger, what did you see last year that makes you think that you're going to come to Auburn and suddenly they're going to let you throw the ball a bunch? Well, you could look at the five-star receivers that they recruited and the the Hugh Freeze as Camp, the- Cam Coleman. Maybe he he's got the best chance to start in in year one, but realistically, those guys may not be impact players until year two. Which is which is which is okay. It's normal. I yeah. just think it's a lot of pressure to put on freshmen and year two. Man, he wants to build this thing from high school, and I agree with that. He wants to build a class from high school that you know. I think that's still the way to build a program. But you got to get your fair share in the portal, and you yep. can't miss when you do. And they missed on Thorn, and it cost them. You know, if you believe some of the reports, almost four hundred thousand dollars. Somebody cut a check for that. So am I giving you another five hundred grand. What did Matt Rule said? He he said to get a, a, a top portal QB, be need a, milli, a million bucks a million, right? So how many times in a row am I giving you a million bucks that that guy isn't performing?
1: Yeah, uh, maybe maybe once. I'm gonna get yeah to you. yeah four once. Shame on shame on. What is it? I'm I'm <laughs> terrible with things.
0: Yeah yeah whatever Bush said, but like, <laughs> <laughs> uh you know prove that you know what you're doing with who you have and you know if you prove to be a good steward over that you'll get more now again he went out and he recruited well but the name of the game is quarterback and that's where I want to end today's conversation right uh between the dichotomy between mm. Auburn and Georgia right now Carson Beck
1: they were in very similar, they were in very similar situations at the start of last season. Mm-hmm. And one stepped has gone in. up and one has gone down. Is that is that what you're about to say, Mike?
0: Yeah, man. Listen, yeah. Carson Beck stepped in admirably for a Heisman trophy candidate quarterback. Now, I had some of your Georgia compatriots come to my channel, Paul, after year one, after the first championship. And I said, if Georgia's gonna go back to back. Stetson Bennett's going to have to raise his game. And they were like, no, blah, blah, blah. Our defense is going to be just as good. And and and, and why? like, listen, they weren't totally wrong about the defense. I, I was impressed at that. Thing. Like the fault that the encore to that, that yeah. all world defense was yeah. pretty, pretty damn good. But, but you absolutely, you 100% don't go back to back as Stetson Bennett isn't a much better sure. quarterback throwing the ball. And not only was he much better, he was top like one of the best in college football he, he made every throw he was i believe every time he had the ball in his hands i believed he was going to make a play and and now you know with
1: carson beck it was it was this sense of you know
0: it, was he going to be the guy yeah yeah there's a lot to follow up 4500 yards passing
1: man we broke down we broke him down the first couple of games it was like look he's not looking this way he's not looking that way mm-hmm. and a light bulb clicked on him and now, I mean, the man's driving around in a Lamborghini Urus. Like, you know, it's, it's funny how things change in less than a year. You go from being the guy that's like, yeah, I guess he's our next quarterback, you know, yeah. to now you're the man. And yeah. it just shows you, I think I think the, the Carson Beck thing, you're not going to see this very often. And what I mean by that is a guy sitting around for as long as he did now with NIL being so prominent mm-hmm. and being and willing to sit in wait for his turn at a, at a high profile school. You're just not going to see it. You're going to see, what you're going to see is you're going to see Dylan Gabriel transfer to Oregon.
0: Okay. You know? all right, but hear me out. Counterpoint to this. I think that if all the places you're going to sit and wait your turn, if you're a Carson Beck type, you're going to do it at Georgia because Kirby smart is making the right decision on who it's easier to yeah, sit but, and wait but, your but, turn.
1: But you're only going to sit. That's what I'm saying. There's one school you're going to see that at. There might be there might be legitimately yeah. three schools where you'll see a kid like Arch Manning. He decided to wait at Texas. I thought yeah. for sure he was gone, right? But you know, you're only going to see that at select schools. So you're not going to see this kid that's been sitting there for three years, yeah, four years,
0: wait his turn to be the guy. And that's what Carson Beck did. Yeah, the guy in front of you has to clearly be better if you're going to sit and wait your turn, yeah. right? So yeah. if you were backing up, you know, Bryce Young at Alabama, you get it, right? right. Because he was backing up, you know, uh, uh Tua. Right. Right. And, yeah, I mean, and, 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 and Hertz. And like, those guys just waited. They had a pipeline because they were winning championships. But that was also and pre-NIL. Started. That was also pre-NIL too. Th- that's true. That's true. I'm saying it's still possible because you're still going to get the bag to wait. If, but, sure. but if the guy in front of you, it's because Arch Manning, he got a bag to wait. Sure. <laughs> he got a bag to sure. wait. But it's hard to argue what uh, uh, yours was able to do, and I think that if you're manning, it's more palatable if yours is playing the way he is and you're winning now if you're play if you're sitting behind a guy and you're losing, yeah, yeah. I, man, what you're talking about, I'm taking the bag and I'm jumping. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. I'm, I'm taking this bag from here and I'm heading there. right. so but that's the dichotomy between to me between Auburn and Georgia right now. It's crazy what a quarterback can do. Kirby's picking the right guy. And then he's got all the pieces around the guy to make that guy successful. So it's a much easier equation for him than it is for Hugh freeze, because, you know, if I'm Walker white, for example, well, I'm this phenom that's coming. We saw Walker white rocket up the player rankings by the end of the year. I mean, he was always just kind of outside the top 100 in terms of players in the country. And, you know, by the time this thing was done, he was ranked 41 in the country. Yeah. Fourth yeah. or fifth quarterback off the board. Like, I mean, he was, if he, his stock rose significantly. So how long does, if you're Walker white, mm. when you, when you have this freebie in your pocket, when you can transfer, do you sit and do you watch before you get your, before you get your turn and then trust that when it is your turn, they're going to know what to do. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Man, the second part of that question was very loaded. And I don't know if I can answer that second part. The first part, you're getting, you're getting a free bag for the first year. Yeah. So I'm staying the first year, no matter what happens. Okay. Now, after the first year is where kind of rubber meets the road, because there's going to be other coaches. Uh, I, I can't say that. There'll be other schools somehow contacting your parents okay? yeah, for sure. and, ask, and asking you to play for that team. So then you have to look at it and say, "All right, is my situation here at Auburn better than it could be at Oklahoma?" Yeah, you know, like that. And I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough scenario when you have to do that with every kid every year. It's not just quarterback, Mike. Yeah. It's it's every position every year. You've got to re-recruit those kids. And like I said, if if Walker White stays at Auburn throughout his entire career. It would almost be a miracle. Yeah, it would because yeah. you just don't see it anymore with these high level profile quarterbacks, and you you get so excited as a fan, right? You're like, man, look at our guy <laughs> shooting up uh, the the player boards. He <laughs> was he was two fifty, now he's forty first, and it's like, yeah, but now everybody's looking at this kid, and he knows what he's worth now too, you know? Like, and it's it's tough to keep those high level kids around for so long and you know it's going to be kind of one of those things where you look at next year and be like hey can can this kid can he be our starter next year because if not he's he's going to go start somewhere else
0: yeah it's going to be interesting to see what both teams do I think going into the new SEC and as well with a 12-team playoff on the horizon because now maybe winning the SEC isn't as important if you're still getting your team and it's a 12-team playoff every year
1: Oh, we said this, we said this already, Mike, if, if you're giving me a home game, if Mm -hmm. I'm five through eight and I don't have to go bang my guys up in the SEC championship game, I'm probably going to take, I mean, and, and like ADs will never admit it. Right. Yeah, But they're going to be like, yo, uh, Hey, Hugh, Hey Kirby. Um, you know, if y'all want to have another home game, we can, that generates millions of dollars. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, and you don't have to play an SC championship game. All right, maybe throw that game, you know, at the end of the game. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, saying.
0: yeah, yeah. Rest your starters. Right, yeah.
1: Take no. them out a little earlier than you think. Take them out 28-14, not 35-14, and just see what the backups can do. You know, yeah. it won't hurt nothing. Um, that's, it, it, that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Like, five through eight getting a home, home game, bro. Like, Ooh. Ohio State in the middle of December with the snow coming down, that's not home field advantage? Come on. Yeah.
0: Well, look, um, they may be resting their starters, but we're not resting ours here at the never War never. Report. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, look, lots to talk about. Um, I want to thank you for joining me today, Paul. Uh, Paul Meharry from UJsports.com joins me here on the Auburn Express Powered by the War Report. He'll be back. Uh, to continue this discussion about schedules and the new SEC and, and where Auburn and Georgia go from here. Uh, but if you're listening to this on podcast, please hit subscribe and download so you can get notified every time we drop uh, a new Auburn Express episode. We'll be back at you guys next week uh, to talk more Auburn and Georgia football. We're signing off. And as always, we're Eagles. Go dogs. <laughs> <laughs>